Welcome to the Father and Son podcast, where my father and I chat about many topics of interest. Chatting is an important part of learning and growing. Check it out. Hey, Baba. Hey, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am excellent. Happy Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, you sound unwell. I am. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> uh, what's been happening? So, yeah. we're going to talk about a few things. Uh, we're trying to catch up now. Yep. We're going to start with... Camp. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You went on a camp. That's a You're school camp. camp. Yeah. Yeah, and how was that? Pa. What's a pa? Like it was pa, like you know how... Take it or leave it. In You know how in golf you get parts, the, the amount of shots you made to hit it in? Oh, okay. That's what the... It was just an was okay like. thing? <coughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Where was it, where was it in Victoria? Rawson. Rawson is a very, it's a very beautiful place, Rawson. Great location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The food was nice. Cabin mates were really nice. Was made friends with all of them. Mm. But the first night we had this thing called trivia night and there wasn't a trivia part of it. Yeah. So, so basically they just made us do challenges to get points. There was no actual trivia to it. And and because there was loud music, I was trying to talk to people at the top of my lungs to so show my throat and my, I lost my voice afterwards. Yeah, okay. So what's the idea of a camp? Why do you think schools uh, have those activities? I don't know to learn. Learn what? Camping skills. So what skills have they, uh, what activities have they covered? Well, they weren't really camping, learning to camp skills. There was zip line, high ropes, rock wall, yep. mountain biking, which I really liked. Yep. Uh, what else is there? There but, was the amazing race, canoeing, and the bushwalk. Yeah, okay. I mean, these activities you don't usually do, so you would have learned a couple of things. And you made yep. some friends. Yep. But we talked about this. The idea of a camp is that it's a new experience. Part of it, obviously, is learning. Uh, but the discomfort is that you're not in your bed. You, you're yeah. going to have to engage with other people. But yeah. I dealt with it. You dealt with it. Yeah. But yeah. I made friends with all the people in my cabin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were, were always at night. We were at night. We like when we were in our cabin and we like on our, in our beds. We would like talk about stuff that happened during our day and like make jokes and stuff and laugh. Yes. But you were a bit nervous before. I was nervous at first because I only knew one of the people in my cabin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But first, if, like as soon as I walked in and met all of them, they were all really nice. Yeah. But for us anyway, for me, um, camp is that the learning starts from packing your bag. How to pack the bag, how many pieces of clothes you that's, need to take. That's not going to, well, I mean, the, how many clothes I'm going to take might benefit me, but I'm not sure the packing, like how you actually put the clothes inside no, the bag. No, 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 I'm not talking, when I say packing, meaning what do you usually, what, 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 what are the essential items you would take to a camp? So that's a skill by itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Except, and we talked about that before when we went to Tasmania, is that yeah. your, your rule of thumb, is that how many days, how many pieces of clothes do you need, what yeah. are the essential items? Yeah, like, for example, during camp, I took, like, five pairs of tracksuit pants and jumpers, and I didn't, and I wore not even half of them. Yeah, and yeah. I wore two jumpers. 
but and two pa- and three pairs of tracks. Yeah, yeah, but action are two pairs and one pair of shorts. But that's the whole idea. But you needed. We know the essential items include the sleeping bag, toiletries, your, your hygiene stuff. Yeah. Yes, all of those things. Yeah, well, well done. Uh, that was for two and a half days. Two nights. Two nights and one day. Yeah. Three days. Okay. Three days. Yeah. Well done. Now. Something that we haven't covered before, uh, I think in the last podcast, we said I was going to run the Melbourne Marathon. Yes, and you did. And I did. And, and, I, I, uh, and I met you there. Yeah, and I uh, I was hoping to finish in four hours, 45 minutes. And which... I got off at the wrong station. Well, no, I didn't get off the wrong. I missed the station because I was yeah. not paying attention. Well, we're going to come to your station missing in a second. And I missed it by about four minutes, so I finished at four hours forty nine. Hey, you're you're fifty six, man. There's people there who are twenty and they didn't finish it. I am fifty five, not quite fifty five. Sorry, <laughs> overshot it. There's people there who are like in their twenties and they didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah, but but I don't compare people, you know, to me. I compare myself to myself. And if so I anyway, tell them that a you know fifty five year old man finished it in under five hours and you didn't finish it, oh really? Who, yeah. who, which 55-year-old man? Oh, my father. Oh, okay, cool. You know, I'll be shocked. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I struggled a little bit in, in around the 32nd or 33rd uh, on beach, kilometer. On beach road. On beach road. But anyway, uh, one of the motivating factors for me is that I was going to meet you in that. That was a, a new thing. We've never done this before. I think I thought you were quite fast. I thought you'd beat your time, but it's it was towards the end that you actually started to slow down because – Whole thing, you're fast. Gets to the, gets to the thirty three kilometer mark. Everything yeah, slows yeah, my, down. My legs started to refuse my commands. <laughs> Stay. <laughs> yes, and uh, and I watched the uh, pacer for the four hours forty five minutes. You know, overtakes me, and then uh, yeah. Uh, but I was very happy to see you in there, and it was really a marvelous experience. When you saw the four hours, 45 minutes pace overtake you, you should have sprinted in front of him. Yeah, but then my legs did not obey my orders. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, yeah. They no, literally no. said, nope. No, please. Yeah, no, please. And I was really happy that you took the initiative even to be I, there. E- even though I missed the station. Yeah, but we talked about this, honey, before. We plan and then things don't go to plan, but what do we do? We sort it out. And we learn. And we learn. And what did you, what did you do to sort it out? You called a friend. You called mum. Yeah, I had her on the line for basically yeah, the yeah, whole train yeah. ride. But I was talking what, to her and I was... What made you miss Richmond? So I had my AirPods in talking to her, right? And and she's like, "Are you close to Richmond Station?" I said, "Yeah, I'm maybe one or two stations away." Oh, so and she we ch- she was on the phone with you, and we were chatting, and uh, we got start, started to get so into the chat that I was like, because oh, I was trying to keep my head down because I was on my own, I was still worried. And then I saw Richmond. I saw Mum asked me, "Are you at the station yet?" And I stood up and looked out the window to see Richmond and the doors closing, and I thought I missed the station. And then she said, "You know, you can get off at Frankston and then catch it." Not Frankston. You can get off at Flinders Street and then catch the Frankston train, and the first stop it stops at is Richmond. Yeah, yeah. I thought it's yeah. problem solved. Yeah. Instead of having to walk from Flinders, which would take too long. I no, have no, you could have. Yeah, you could have. Uh, and then uh, we met, and then that was fantastic. So I'm really happy that uh, it was a win-win for both of us. And we had some delicious sushi and coke afterwards. Yeah, that's my tradition <coughs> anyway. And honey, um, 
we watched a couple of movies that really made a huge difference yeah, to us. Yeah, one with actually both of them have the main actors passed away. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about uh, Jackie Robinson. Jackie, 42, Jackie Robinson. Yeah, what's the, what's, the, what's the crust of it? He was the first African-American baseball player. Yes, yeah. And what did he need to go through to, to re... Because uh, at the time, there was a lot of racism. And uh, but what what got him through? What did he focus on? And what was the guy's advice to him? Just want to play ball, play ball, and and ignore the noise. What did he say to him? Respond to their racist comments with with playing and scoring. And uh, was I, it an easy thing? The answer is: Was it an easy thing for no, him to, no. to listen to insults? No, it wasn't. One of my favorite things that the Mr. Ricky said was, I don't want you to not have the guts to fight back. I want you to have the guts to not fight back. Yes, because we talked about this before. So sometimes not fighting back is a sign of courage. And, and that's what Jackie Robinson, we, he was focusing on the historic moments. So Mr. Ricky was focusing on that. So that was really enjoyable to watch. And then we watched The Nice Tale. Yeah, with Heath Ledger. Yes, and uh, what did we learn? That was a funny, really... Uh, lots of pain. Lots of pain. Jeffrey Chaucer uh, and his uh, friends in there. But what, what's the key message in there? Follow your feet. But what, what was the original message the fa- when the father challenged his son? You can, anybody can change their... Name. Stars. 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 Yes, anybody can change their stars, meaning if you were born a peasant at the time, so they were, he was born a, a, you know, a commoner, and he wanted to be a nobleman. So, and he got there. He changed his stars. And he, got, and he was in stocks because he was found not, loyal, not like a lord. And then the he wasn't prince, of noble descent. He wasn't of noble descendant. And then the prince came down and said, actually, my personal historians have found that he's of ancient noble descendant took him out of the stocks and knighted him straight after he came out of the stocks, Sir William Thatcher. Yes. And the other thing, what worked for him is he's got a very good group of friends around him. And his father. And his father. And that was a, a, a very moving movie for me anyway. At some stage in my life, I watched it and I, I was inspired by it. And the last thing we want to talk about is, unfortunately, <sighs> the All Blacks and the World Rugby 2023. I hate the ref that ref that game. So the All Blacks, we woke up at five o'clock in the morning and to watch them, uh, they were playing South Africa. Yep. This is a, a replay of 1995 yep. when South Africa beat them as well. With John Alamo. With John Alamo. And unfortunately today, again, the South Africans won by one point. And that was a heartbreaking. They would have, they would have gotten... They would have had two tries if the ref actually used his eyes and saw the South African guy put his arm in and smack the ball. But that's the whole idea of sports, honey. Um, oh, let's just make it controversial because I actually want South Africa to win and I'm the ref. I do whatever I want. Yeah, I, I, I doubt that the, the, the ref did what he could do best. But one thing that the All Blacks, I think they would regret uh, for the rest of their lives. Running fast. They made early mistakes and obviously they lost their captain on a red card and so they they were brave enough to play the whole game well a 70 
70 minutes of the game with 14 people instead Kaliski of 15. Kaliski should have gotten a red card. He basically did the same thing as the New Zealand captain did. Y- you and I are not experts in the game, so... Uh, it literally looked like the same thing. So the technicality of it. Maybe he dipped slightly more than the captain. Slightly. But I I, I enjoyed seeing South Africa beating France by one point, beating England by one point, yep. and beating the All Blacks by one point. They are a non-stopping machine. But the, and also with the, the, the captain red card, the guy who the captain slammed into, he put his head down. He literally... Put his head down, so that's going to give him more contact. Yeah, yeah, but... So, again, if the ref used his eyes, they would have seen. There are subtle differences between the two cases. So we're talking about the New Zealand captain got <coughs> a yellow card and then the the Upgraded South African... a red card. Yeah, and the South African captain got a yellow card as well, but his was not upgraded to a red card. And then the one of the South African backs got a yellow card as well. Yeah. But, but his was at the end of the game, so he was just out for the rest of the game. That was in the last 10 minutes, and unfortunately the New Zealanders did not capitalize he basically, on that. He, the back for South Africa took his, thing, took his head guard off and just covered his face for the rest of the game. He didn't want to watch. So, honey, that was your first time to watch the World Rugby Championship with me. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. Tana yeah. Maga up there was going, what are they doing? Yeah, Tana is uh, an old... Uh, He's fifty. Uh, you're, you're older than him. He's fifty. Legend of although the he looks best. like although he looks like he's as old as a fossil. <laughs> old as a fossil. Well, we ca- we're coming to the end of the podcast. Uh, so you've got an upcoming week. You've got quite a few things. Yeah. November is going to be a critical month, and before you you know it, the year yeah. will finish, honey. We are yeah. planning our trip. Uh, this year, but we're going to go to the Grampians yeah. this year, yeah, yeah. so we're going to talk more about it in the next episode. Yeah, we are. And until next time, stay well and stay safe. Stay well. By the stay way, Tano Umaga, he looks like Bob Marley with those braids. Just dreadlocks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Father and Son Podcast. To help us continue chatting about more topics, Share, hit us with a like, or leave a comment. And while you're here, please subscribe. Until next time. Stay well and stay safe. For real, though, don't, for real though, don't you think Tano Mago looks like Bob Marley with the dreadlocks? She had very intense eyes.